Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of CFC Weekly. I am your co-host, Jacob Nitu, alongside none other than our main campus groups director, Justin Trapone. Justin, my man, long time. I know, man. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. But I am, I am good. We're back on the horse. We're back on the horse. Um, I think ready to deliver a great show. Exactly. I'm excited. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be a really good show, but, um, from our point of view, where we're at on this side of the microphone, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the show. And as we progress through the year, it's going to, uh, our goal is to start taking our content that you hear on the show and formulate it into more impactful takeaway moments from the podcast that also recap the weeks that were at CFC. So on this episode of the show, we are going to do a Sticks and Stones recap of the series that we've been in for the month of March and um, kind of talk about our favorite points. And there's one subject in particular that we'll touch on here in a moment. But before we do, I'm going to allow Justin to open us up in prayer and go from there. Perfect. Father God, thank you for, again, this opportunity to get together and just spend some time to dig a little bit deeper and um, have some fellowship together as we spend this evening uh, with each other. And I ask that you bless the conversations that we have, God, and allow uh, the words that we speak glorify your name as you move through our campuses and, you know, through this community. Uh, Thank you for your presence. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we've uh, this week was very interesting at Christian Faith Center because spring break hit conveniently and a lot of people were gone. Yep. Justin, I know you were one of those. I was gone. I know. I'm like a I'm like a devoted Sunday man. I don't think yeah. I missed church in. Not that that's what it's about. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to catch every single service, but um, it's ingrained in me, and mm-hmm. I can't. I, I'm like. I felt bad being yeah. gone, and uh, they asked me to do some stuff on the main campus, and I had to say, "Guys, I'm I'm out of town. I'm so sorry." Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we got a we got a chance to uh, go out of town, which was really really nice. I don't think my body has ever absorbed um, vitamin C that way ever in my entire life. So, for context, where did you go? Uh, we went to Cabo San Lucas. Okay. And uh, it was uh, it was a pretty great trip. Uh, work. It was a work trip, mm-hmm. I know, right? Suffering, <laughs> suffering for work, uh, but it was really cool. Uh, a lot of the uh, you know top loan officers in the company got together and we got to strategize yep. and plan some stuff, and uh, it was just it was an enormous blessing. But the the heat, oh man, I did not realize. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting old. Does that mean I'm getting old? It could, it could. <laughs> I'm not sure, but oh man, it just rejuvenates you so much. Yeah, more I just I I was standing there and I was like, man, I could I could feel my cells absorbing the vitamin C. Yeah, it was super cool. Wow. I wonder how uh, people from Minnesota feel. I don't know why that state came to mind, but just constantly freezing and just constant depression. And I'm just kidding. (laughs) But if you're from Minnesota, Uh, then uh, we love you. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, kudos to you and Josh and Paul on Sunday uh, on the Boise campus picking up the torch um, you know, Pastor Jordan was gone as well with Amanda. They were, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere else. And they were guys... at the Promise Center in California. One of Pastor Jordan's good, good friends leads a church out there. And so a couple times a year, he'll go and preach out there. So this week, we got to pick up the mantle. So for those of you who don't know, I'm the Boise Campus Director at our Boise campus. And 
This week, we had myself, our first impressions director, which is Josh Gonzalez, and then our kind of our jack-of-all-trades, Paul Shulga is his name, and it's funny, I called him my my European brother on Sunday because he's Russian, as you guys already know, me and Justin are Romanian, and um, so we got to preach on Sunday, and so I'm just going to do a a quick recap of what we preached on, Um, but me and Justin, the subject that I preached on specifically was... Uh, being a warrior for Christ, and that's kind of what we want to camp out in today. Obviously, I preached about it, but we want to really dive deeper into what it really means to be a warrior, what it looks like to be a warrior for the kingdom of God, and that's what we want to spend today's episode on before we close out. Um, But just as a recap, me, Josh, and Paul settled on the verse Acts 13.22, which in essence describes uh, the writer of Acts writing about David, saying that he was a man after God's heart. And his identity was so strong that even generations later, people knew him as a a man after God's heart. And so what we decided to do was preach on the life of David as a whole in seasons, because whether we know it or not, we are constantly changing seasons. We're either in one or out of one, in between. And David exemplified that. He stayed in seasons that help us today figure out how to go from either preparing for your moment, fighting in the moment, or how to manage the moment as a king. And so we talked about... even afterwards. Even afterwards. Yep. Yep. It's a constant change. And so Josh talked about David as a shepherd, and he camped out in the, I believe it was 1 Samuel chapter 17, right before David went to the field, um, and where he ended up beating Goliath. He talking about the preparation and how there's no season that's left unchanged or unwarranted in your life, how every single thing you do matters. And David went through that season where he was in the field shepherd, shepherding the sheep and preparing for the moment that he didn't even know existed until it actually happened. And so I kind of picked up the torch and spoke on, as I said just moments before, the warrior aspect of David's life where I camped out in verse First uh, Samuel chapter 30, where David and his men returned back to Ziklag after their camp was pillaged by the Amalekites. And I was kind of talking about how um, I, I touched on several different points, but essentially how David in that moment of his life fought with the Lord at his side by, uh, by going to the Lord before he even made a decision to pursue the Amalekites. And I, I kind of referenced how it's it's vital that we need to fight our battles before we even step foot into the battlefield, where a lot of battles are either won or lost based on how we approach the battle itself. And eventually ended up taking it towards the mindset of kind of how David's life ended went through a transition of sin that was recorded with Bathsheba and how the number one thing, the two things actually that tend to trip people up more than ever before is uh, complacency and when you put resistance over repentance. And so um, I don't don't want to talk too much more about it. You guys can hear the podcast, but essentially that's kind of what I was talking about was we all have battles and those two characteristics are usually areas in my life that I've seen that I've can't, if I've experienced, if I've exemplified those characteristics, it means I haven't given God my battles. And I kind of ended with how David went through grief and how he um, processed through the grieving motions and ended up becoming a king in the battlefield as he was supposed to be in the first place and ended up having Solomon through all of it. 
the wisest, most influential king ever recorded other than David himself. And so that's what I talked about. And then Paul picked up the mantle by talking really specifically how to be a, a person with a pure heart for the Lord and how a person who does that really has not only the fruit of the spirit, but they, they really show what being a part of the kingdom looks like. And he didn't talk about this, but there's one thing I talked to another guy about in the past about being a kingdom. And maybe this is something we can talk to you and I, Justin, about how we're a part of the kingdom. And my, this was my old roommate. He played football at Boise state, uh, goes to river house, but the way he put it was life changing for me. How I view myself is that Jesus is King overall. And we are part of his kingdom, so that means we're a part of his domain and his authority. And the things that we do are king-oriented. Right. And so it, kind of the life as David himself, everything he did had the heartbeat of God behind it. Right. And because of that, the people reciprocated with heartfelt motions and heartfelt acts that changed the entire landscape of Israel. And I think today we have a great a great honor and a privilege to be kingdom driven. We, we, we have kingdom builders. That's what right. exactly what we're about at CFC. Right. And we, I, I think so often we just lose sight of what it really means to be serving a King right. and have, we have the same rights and the same authority as the King. Exactly. Because we serve him and he has our back. And so that was life in Boise over this past Sunday. But I kind of want to just open this up more just as a discussion and maybe us, me and Justin kind of workshopping through what this means, hopefully land somewhere with you listening. And, um, kind of, like I said before, we want to take this podcast, the, the original idea, it's, it's great to know our pastors and leaders, and there's going to be opportunities for that to continue happening. But from here on out, we want to get deep. We want to dive deeper into issues that a lot of us are facing. We want to dive deeper into the things that are plaguing our society, plaguing the people of our church and how we can work through that. And so today we're going to talk about the aspect of a warrior. Right. And so, Justin, I know you have some things prepared, but I just want to kind of open the floor with you on what it means to be a warrior in your eyes. Well, and, and taking it back, um, the whole aspect of, of kingdom, um, you know, there's a group of guys uh, work together. We're kind of reading uh, Kingdom Man by, by Tony Evans, a phenomenal book. Uh, but that, that mindset to be kingdom-driven uh, changes everything, you know what I mean? It changes your perspective on what you prioritize to take care of, you know what I mean? We're yeah. all busy. We've all got stuff going on. We're all, you know, running a 1,000 miles an hour. But when you're kingdom-driven, there is a different perspective that you have. And so um, I, I love that. That, that's, uh, that. That's concept followed David in almost everything that he did. Everything he did. You know what I mean? Um, even sometimes through the through the imperfection, because God's going to take it and, you know, use it for his glory. But um, to kind of go back, I I love, I just, I wish we could just highlight this and scream from the rooftops about uh, what it means to be uh, a a, a Christian warrior. Um, Christian warrior class Mm. is what I want to call it. Mm. And, you know, there are, I think there's, you know, different levels. Um, Obviously, when you're you're born again, you're a new believer, um, you know, there are the elders of the church, but I want to talk about a, a specific class of Christian, and that's, that's the warrior Christians. Yep. You and I, we're warrior, 
we are called to be warrior Christians. Exactly. And it's not a it's not a physical battle. You know, when you think of warrior, you think of you know uh, a Spartan guy or or a soldier in the army yeah. or you know um, someone who's ready for combat. But there is a spiritual warfare going on that I know a lot of us have heard this over and over again. But um, there is a spiritual battle, and you as a Christian, if you do not diligently prepare, um, you won't be ready for it. Yep. You know, and talking about this warrior class Christianity, I think kind of just I want to puts that kingdom perspective exactly. on top of it. Yep. And kind of what you highlighted, uh, complacency. Uh, we we become born again, and you know we commit our lives to Jesus. And for whatever reason, in our mind, we think things are supposed to be easier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. things are supposed to be the gravy train comes in. Yep. You know, when you when you buy in fully to Christ, you're like, yes, I'm saved. It's over. And more times than not, it's actually, you've actually chosen a harder life. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but as you overcome every battle and you assume, you experience victories in your life, you, you can develop the maturity and the strength to realize that there would, there's nothing else that I would rather be doing. So or there true. is nothing else that I would rather have experienced, yep. you know, once you kind of go through through these challenges and tribulations in, in your life. Exactly. Um, and so one thing that I really wanted to just uh, is, is kind of just plant that seed. And this could be a, an ongoing conversation I'd love to bring on. You know, we might bring on um, other campus pastors to just kind of dive in a little bit further. But um, warrior Christian, you know, and I think the two biggest things that I wanted to talk about is uh, just basic two principles. Uh, number one, and this is easy, this is like elementary Sunday school stuff, um, consistently reading your Bible yep. and your consistent prayer life. That's it. Those are the two solid things that, that you, have to, you have to consistently do. Um, I am probably more in my Bible now than I ever have been in my entire life. And over the last couple of weeks... I can feel it. Mm. You know what I mean? I can feel it when I'm not yep. when I'm not in scripture yep. or when I'm not devoting the time that I should be in my in my prayer life. That's good. And so those are really two things that each and every single person is that is their uh, obligation as a kingdom man or a kingdom woman is to spend time in scripture and to spend time in prayer. Uh, that's where your strength is going to come. That's where you're going to build your your um I don't know, how can I say this? Your ability to withstand the attacks yep. that the enemy is going to throw at you. Exactly. You know, because we've all got we've all got a calling, we've all got moments in our lives where God is specifically and intentionally positioning us either to witness, either to evangelize, either to um, serve. And in those moments of preparation, those seasons, whether you're herding sheep or or whether you're um, you know, working your eight to five job, yep. it doesn't matter. Yep. There is time and preparation and warrior class mentality recognizes and is mature to, to realize I got to read today. Exactly. I got to pray today. Yep. And I haven't done that. Yep. And when you don't consistently do that, you're not as, you're not as strong and capable as, as you could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in Scripture, we can read through David's life how God was preparing for him for the destiny that he called him into. And so much like David, God is preparing us for the destiny that he created us to walk in. But we must be diligent to spend our days 
preparing, uh, develop the skill. That's right. To develop any skill, it takes time and practice. You know what? No one, no one is born being instantly good at something. That's so good. You know what I mean? Nobody is just, you know, I'm born and, and uh, how, was it, how was it preaching on Sunday? You know, let's, yeah. let's get a little bit honest. Uh, how was that? Personally? Uh, yeah, just kind of, you know, just kind of the atmosphere. And, and it's just, it's, you know, I, I look at all the campus pastors and, and listen to a lot of podcasts online. It's, it's not easy to go up there and to just kind of boom, you know, yeah. make, make something happen. And, uh, you know, major props to, to uh, you know, you and, and Josh and Paul and for yep. stepping up and stuff. But uh, that, that took, it takes time and preparation and skill. Exactly. You don't just go up there and hand a mic and be like, boom, okay, I'm, yep. you know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, Pastor Jordan. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and it's just, um, I don't know, kind of share. I, from my perspective, I think, because Pastor Jordan reached out to us and asked how everything went. And honestly, it, it felt Holy Spirit driven because we, we kind of workshop throughout the week, but it wasn't like every single day, okay, right. you're saying this, you're saying this. It was just kind of Sunday morning. We just went over what we're saying, and it flowed. Right. It flowed really well. And whenever I, I don't take any opportunity behind a microphone for granted, because right. even now, right, me and Justin behind these microphones, this could be the last time someone hears about the name of Jesus. Right. And so for me, it's, yeah, it. we all prepare for that moment. If you're put on a platform, it's because you spent a lot of time behind the scenes like David did. And I know that's um, Pastor John just talked about that on Sunday, how he prepared and how his life was sucky because a lot of times we're told that we're going to do X, Y, and Z and the God and God promises that. And it just takes forever for that to come to fruition and you almost give up, you lose hope. And so, um, and I, I know that's what Pastor John preached about. I just listened to that episode today, but um, to get back to the point, I just think it's, it's so vital to not take any opportunity for granted. Right. And that's for me on Sunday, that's kind of my way of exemplifying being a warrior. And that's what I, I pleaded in. And that's another thing too. I, if I'm delivering a message, every single point is driven from scripture. So my goal is just to translate scripture as best as I can to make it clear to someone who hasn't seen it that way before. Right. And the, the best thing I can do is just encourage as a brother in Christ to say, I'm not perfect. I never will be. I never can be, but through the Holy Spirit, I can achieve to be right. And let's let's take this let's take this down even a little bit further. Um, not everybody's going to stand on the stage and preach, okay? And so a lot of people think, well, I'm not held to that standard, so that doesn't apply to me. Well, I think you're 100 percent wrong because you don't need you don't need a platform or a pulpit to preach. You okay. don't need that. And what we don't realize is that there are people watching our lives. Yep. And one of the greatest things of you being a witness and what you can do is how you live your life, even in the mundane, exactly. and can even I, in the, go ahead. Can I mention this part too? Cause I, this, oh, this was something I read in scripture that amazed me cause I, it's so easy to go over it. But one of the verses I read from was how David in that first Samuel 30, um, the, the men around him that fought for him diligently and battled with him. Um, we're talking about stoning David because they lost everything. And to translate to this to what you were saying, um, being a warrior in my eyes is uplifting people around you the way David did because they went from almost stoning him to beating and taking everything back to where it was originally and beating the Amalekites. And I think for each and every one of us, um, if you're on the serve team, as in parking, you're in nursery, 
um, you're, you're with the kids, every single thing you do, you have the opportunity to uplift those around you. Right. Exactly. And nothing is short of a miracle that happens every single Sunday. And, um, I think that's for the heartbeat of Christian faith centers to highlight people like yourselves who are serving and are behind the scenes and feel like you're in a season that, oh, I feel maybe I, I'm, I should be here. I know I should be here. Maybe you feel you're time to graduate to the next stage of your life. And so maybe that involves going to a bigger team. Maybe that's involving going to a different campus. Who knows what that looks like in maybe your life. Maybe it's stepping up and deciding to become a group leader. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, opening up either your home or your time and space and resources to be able to um, influence other people. But um, what I was trying to say before is it, it doesn't matter the platform that you're on. Everybody has a platform. And this warrior class that um, um, we're trying to drill in tonight as, as you're listening is the diligence it takes in the small preparation, the small time. Yeah. And the main time that I'm talking about is behind closed doors. That's it. Is who are you behind closed doors? Yeah, Pastor Jordan talked about that last week at Boise. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything you do is you're, an, I don't know how, if you put it this way exactly, but the essence of who you are publicly is everything you do privately. Exactly, exactly. And this warrior class mentality, I, I want it, it might sound a little bit aggressive, but I, I want it to be, you know, this is some serious, this is some serious business. And it, it's anybody, you know, if you go up there, a preacher that goes up there and delivers a message is just as important as the individuals that are either singing on the worship team or whatever other serve team in their diligence in preparing. It's, it's an atmosphere, you know, much like the last podcast we were at with, uh, with Pastor Nathan. It's an atmosphere yep. where everybody coming to the altar together, everybody drawing in closer yep. together, it's all of our responsibility to That's do that. So good. And this warrior class, it's, it is a fight. It's a fight that you have to do with yourself to shut that TV off, put down the remote, go into a closed room, close the doors, and devote the time either on your knees or whatever, uh, praying, praying to God, or spending time in the Word, sharpening your your skill and your knowledge on on Scripture. Uh, It's amazing because you can read the same verse over and over, and it can bring new life mm-hmm. into you it will breathe it will breathe life into you yep. um you know we're we're covering the book of acts right now uh in the in the leadership school that we're we're yep. doing and acts is is alive to me now more than it ever has been in my entire life yeah. and i'm cuz we're we're breaking it down verse by verse exactly but if you don't do that if you don't spend the time to do that man your focus your distractions your complacency just you're writing, you yep. know, you're just, you're writing with the stream and uh, it's it, a dangerous, dangerous thing. Exactly. It's dangerous. It's a, exactly. And, um, I love, I got a chance to Bernie kind of posted your, your, I'm excited to listen to, uh, the other guy's version of it, but complacency, um, making sure to know what fight you are fighting and staying true to what God has, has called you to do. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what God has called you to do, um, Here's two things he wants you to do. Uh, seek deeper relationship with him, and you do that through prayer and getting to know him more by yep. reading scripture. Yep. Warrior class, warrior class Christians. Uh, I'm looking at my boys, and I'm going, what kind of an, what example can I set for them 
as a man of God in 2019, what is going on in my life, around my life, where they can see and look back and go, okay, this is how dad addressed this challenge. This is how dad overcame this. This is how dad, you know, treated mom. And, and I, I, I believe this has just been on my, like, just, it's super, super basic. Yep. Read your Bible and pray. Yep. But it's been like, I feel like somebody is stepping on me, going, yep. do it, man. Yep. If you know it, then why don't you do it? It's so, it's so easy, but mm-hmm. one of the most difficult things that you can do yep. to just devote that time. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, this morning I, I'm starting, I'm trying to start my new morning routine and, um, I will do it because warriors don't talk about doing things. They do it. Exactly. And that's what, and I, I say it with that type of tenacity and that could sound very off to people, but I, the way I put it yesterday when I delivered it to Boise was that we have such a high calling because if, and this is something that I, I just thought about pastor Eric and Rochelle, um, in October, on first Wednesday in October, I was going through some of the most insecure moments of my life, thinking that this whole ministry thing and talking to people about Jesus was not for me. I, I don't think, I just was not cut out for it. And Pastor Rochelle came up to me and prayed over me some of the most powerful words anyone's ever prayed and said, Jacob, if you don't do it, who else will? And I think a lot of us today it, and that's really what I was trying to implore to everyone in Boise when I was speaking. What I had my opportunity was if you have to understand the significance because God has, if he's written your story already. And if you don't challenge yourself to be the person that he created you to be, he cannot have a light or a vessel to deliver the message that he intended to. Right. And that's why it's so vital for each and every one of us to live with that tenacity and make that such a priority and into reading and praying. And that's kind of what I was saying is this morning I woke up 5.30 and spent 15, 20 minutes reading and praying before I went to the gym. And my entire day has been just blessed and full of favor and joy and bliss because I'm I'm personally deciding to make strides. And it's not not been perfect. I've gone days and days without reading my Bible or doing it to check it off a list. Absolutely. And there are times when I open it up and I'm like, okay, let's, okay, I got to read this and... And just gotta do it. it. You just you just have to do it, and it's not like a it's not like a robot thing, um, you know, where you check it off the list and boom, you're accomplished. But when you when you respect God by giving your time and devoting it, He's gonna He's gonna honor that, so and He'll He'll honor you. Yep. And it may not be in that moment when you read it right then and there. Mm-hmm. It could be six hours later when somebody is flipping you off when you're watching, you know. Um, you're watching a flight attendant person get their head chewed off yep. because of a delay and stuff. You know, yep. uh, Rachel and I, we, we traveled with this couple uh, who we don't know, but we literally, they were on every flight we were. It's kind of funny going to where we were going and coming back. And every time this guy just had a look on his, he had a, had a look on his face. He was just angry all the time. Just, ugh, just, you know, we had a major, some major delights. There was one uh, jet fuel leaking out on the side of the wing. So we had oh, to get off the plane and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, better then than yeah, in the air. You know seriously. what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, don't look at the fire outside your window here, you know, <laughs> uh, just remain calm. But, uh, he was just nasty and chewed out the flight attendant. And, you know, it just, in that moment, um, I think I, what, I don't know what I read that morning. Um, I think I read Proverbs, uh, 17, uh, there was just this peace, you know, kind of like, you know what, we're going to get there when we get there. 
And it, that, that follows you later throughout the day. But mm-hmm. when you make it a discipline, God honors it. Yeah. And that's one thing that each and every single person can do. Every person can pray. Every person can read. And when you take the time to do that, it, it will change everything. Exactly. And, we, and we're coming from a perspective of spiritual brothers, knowing that... Um, you know, none of us are perfect. In this no, area. I'm not perfect either. No, don't. And, and if you so, think I am, <laughs> there are there are sometimes you know days where it's kind of like yeah. oh. But in that moment, I'm like, you know what, man, I haven't prayed. Yep, I haven't I haven't been doing that, and I feel better. I yep. feel I feel like more encouraged and strength. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, the battle the battle wasn't won on Sunday when the three of you. Yeah, no. I, the battle was won two weeks ago, three weeks ago, behind closed doors. Yeah, as each of you prepared, as if as each of you prayed, and and that preparation. So, well, and it's real too, because I think when the other guys were talking, it came from a place of you know personal perspective. But for me, I admitted on when I had the opportunity was yeah. I, this year, I talked to you about this, but this year I've, I've struggled more than ever with being complacent and with wanting to give up. And I, I'm just being honest because it's it is real. Right. And um, I think the biggest lesson that the Lord has been teaching me personally is everything I have now is not because of what I'm doing now. And I think we get so lost in the doing and the executing and the checking off the list that we right. just confuse it with favor. And that's right. not at all the case. Everything that's happening now is because when I was a sophomore at Boise State, a freshman going to my college church, pastored by Mark Francie, I was stacking chairs every single Wednesday. I, I was a nobody. I had I didn't have any friends. I didn't I was just going. I, I had this hunger on like any other person I ever met where with like I'm not you're gonna have to tear me away from that sanctuary. I'm gonna be at the front row. I'm gonna be sitting in there. I, and I, I I could count on my hand the amount of times I missed church when I was in college over three years because I was hungry. Right. And everything that's happening in my life now is developed strictly from the fact that I, all the all the times that I went and cried and cried out for Jesus and was alone, God said, I'm, I'm going to take this and honor that in your future. And that's exactly what he did with David. David was a man that went from, you know, like having everything to sinning because he had everything. Right. And so anyway, I, that's something that I, I just, yeah, it's, it's good to open up about these type of things that we're, it's real. Yeah. We're, we struggle. It's hard out there. But at the same time, this is something I told my fiance because she's going through some personal battles and um, it, the greatest people always go through the biggest battles because the enemy knows he, if he takes you out, he takes everybody. But on, on top of that, everybody that everyone's going to fight battles with the only difference between people who just live normal lives versus people that God can use mightily are the ones who continue to strive past it and turn that into good despite it still being bad right exactly and that's i think that's david shows that tremendously and i think a lot of other biblical characters show that tremendously and so anyway that's kind of just from just from a place of pure authenticity and kind of things that i've gone through but uh justin i kind of before we kind of close up here i want to ask you if there's anything else that stands out to you about the life of david and then we will just do a quick recap of the series our favorite points in there and but is there anything at all about being a warrior about the life of David, anything of that nature that kind of hits you at home? You know, growing up, uh, I have always known my dad to be a man of God. And uh, that's something that I, I want to be known as, is Justin. Justin is a man of God. 
not not for like my ego or anything, but I want I want my life to illustrate this so that I can set an example mainly for my kids yeah. and my wife. But I want and and I think to be known for generations uh, a man after God's own heart uh, is is I, I want that. You know, mm-hmm. and and I don't I don't want glory. I don't want recognition or anything. I just I want to serve God. Yeah, and, and that's and that's what David did. You it's know so what I mean? Yep. I think when David was in that field, he was not thinking about having a crown on his head. <laughs> he was not thinking about you know leading this army of uh, just these these warriors, these these men, these men of God. Yep. You know that was not on his mind. But through the preparation, through the years of each of those seasons, um, David consistently sought after God. And so that I think he gives us a really great example. Um, and even through his shortcomings uh, is, is another example. Do not become complacent. And even in those times of victory, when you've overcome, when you've gotten past, you've entered this next season, um, that's when you need to buckle down even more and draw in closer to God. And, and not, you know, not rely on your own strength to overcome this current battle. Your own, you know, all you know, well, I know how I'm going to get out of this. This is how I'm going to fix it. And so that's, that's what I'm taking from this. That's I so want good. to have this warrior class mentality, meaning I'm not going to, we're not going to fight, yep. you know, but um, I'm going to win behind closed doors. That's so good. And that's spending time in the word. That's spending time in prayer. Come on. And and just developing my strength. So here's a challenge, CFC. Here's a challenge to each and every single one of you that is listening to this. Are you spending time developing your warrior skills? Are you are you going to answer this call to close the door, take some time, and just just even just listen and spend time with the Holy Spirit? Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling you now. Listen to what God is trying to teach you here and now as he prepares you for what next. Because that's everybody's calling. That's what we're supposed to do right now. Jesus will come back. He will come back. And I, I, you know, I'm going to sound like my dad. He could come. I think he's closer now than ever. Well, every day we live, he gets, it's closer than ever. But, um, but he could not also not come for another hundred years. You know what I mean? It could be a while. So what are you doing to prepare? This is something that each and every single one of us can do is spend time in prayer, spend time yep. in, in the word, and you will, you'll see there's going to be things and people put in your life around you that you'll have an opportunity to witness, an opportunity to reveal God's glory through your own life. But imagine if you miss an opportunity because of not knowing scripture as well, or if you hear something incorrectly or not spending time and yelling at a flight attendant because there's gas, you know, leaking out on the wing and realizing, man, you just got, you just saved our lives. Thank you, lady behind the counter. God bless all flight attendants. I was watching her and I'm like, uh, nope, I would, that guy would, (laughs) I would have to be, I would escort him out of the airport. But anyways, um, you know, that, that's, that's what David illustrated for me. Um, you know, and to kind of, kind of wrap up, uh, one of my favorite moments, um, Pastor Monty, he did his, uh, writing in the stand, writing in the sand illustration. Mm Um, uh, just beautiful, Mm. you know? So even, even though David, what he did with Bathsheba, um, to have Solomon come out of that 
it's it's just a it's it's a grace and love um, that you probably can't understand until you truly understand what Christ did for you. Yep. I'm not perfect in no way, shape. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of work to do on, yeah. on who God wants me to be, yep. but I'm fighting. Exactly. And I, I will fight tonight. Exactly. I will fight tomorrow morning. Yep. And I ask everybody to fight, pick yep. up the fight, pick up the fight now more than ever. Cause our kids desperately need it. Our, our, our elders desperately need us youngins, our, our, our vigor, our fire, our passion. They need that yeah. to sustain the race. Yep. We all need each other. Yep. We can't do it alone. So That's so good. That's so good. I, um, I guess to recap my favorite part and to kind of add to that, I'm excited to hear from Pastor Dan about how salty went. Yeah, uh, This too. happened this past weekend. It looked phenomenal. It looked like it changed a lot of lives in our teenagers. And, um, uh, yeah, so it, there's, a, there's a challenge to be there. But I think my favorite part about, this, about the Sticks and Stones series that I've heard is, uh, maybe it's the recency bias, but I, I'm telling you, if you didn't listen to Pastor John's message from Oroville this past Sunday, listen to it, because I think he was so raw and, and real with what he was saying. It's that David, it's, it, David went through a lot of sucky times, and he said sucky. And I, I love that because I can correlate with that, that it, we all, I, I'm looking at myself in the mirror all the time and wondering, God, you told me this is going to happen. You told me that's going to happen. And the way Pastor John put it is you, you prepare with the understanding of the promise. You don't prepare for the promise. Exactly. And it, it's so vital for all of us to understand that we, we need each other, like you said, but on top of that, God needs you. Right. He needs you to understand that you're valuable. He needs you to understand that you're worthy. He needs you to understand that you are kingship. Right. You inherited the rights of the throne holder. Exactly. So you have authority on this earth, and without you, we, we can't win. Like There's people that Justin and I will never reach if you don't step up and, and execute on the things that Justin challenged you and uh, the the way I'll end here is that it's it's going to be hard. It always will be. And we have each other. We have small groups for a reason. We have church for a reason. But right. on top of that, we if life would be pretty dang boring if it was easy. Yeah. But it's so much more fulfilling when we when we battle all the time and people wonder how do you make it through. It's because it's real. It sucks. It's hard. Right. But it's so worth it because God can do so much through it. Exactly. And there's no other. There is no other life worth living. Nope. You know, and and it just it really isn't. And you got to look at, and you tell that that's like a that's a sales pitch to right, someone who's know, not right? a Christian. Like, so you ready <laughs> for the hardest life you can ever? But it's yet the easiest because it's so rewarding. Right. Somehow, right. Get, I mean, the Lord just makes it easy, but it is. You're getting well, punched in the face every you day. S- you see a fulfillment, not just in in the blessing that because I'm not I, I don't. I don't believe in, you know, prosperity, gospel, that kind of stuff. I, no. I, don't, I don't believe in that. But you see a success in, in the lives that you touch and yep. are around exactly. you. Exactly. And it's not about, you know, monetary things or public things or whatever. It's just this, this fulfillment in your life on, on, on the people that you touch and the people that are around you. And that is more than any any recognition, any award, any, any kind of, you know, um, blessing 
you just get this fulfillment. That's so good. But if you're not, if you're not intentionally tuning in by spending time in the Word, spending time in prayer, man, you're going to miss out. Yep. You're missing out on the opportunity that's right in front of you. And it doesn't matter your platform. Each and every single person is just as important because Christ did not die just for Jacob. Christ did not die just for me. Christ died for each and every single one of us. And when you accept him, when you become a Christ follower, you are a kingdom man. That's right. Jacob is a king who serves the high king. And if you're a lady listening, you are a king as well. Yeah, you're a, you a queen. You are... You're a queen. You are, yeah. You're a kingdom woman. Yeah. You have the authority and the rights granted to you by God. And, and it's just... There's 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 power behind that. That's it. I'd love to talk about power. Maybe we'll talk yep. about that in a in a different sequence. But and if um, there's someone, if there's a pastor you'd like to hear talk about the subject of power and Holy Spirit power, let us know. Let us know. You can reach us. Yeah, we have the uh, email still. We have our and that's going to be the next step, guys. Uh, please reach out. Reach out to either Jacob or myself. Um, and if you want to hear specific things that talk about or hear from a specific pastor's or perspective. Or DM your, your, your campus' yeah, social exactly. media. Yeah. Like. Or, yeah, just get get involved. And this is this is a, a platform to connect us. It doesn't matter what campus you're on. It doesn't matter what state you're in. Um, you know, reach out. And uh, I, I just, we can take it a little yeah, bit further. And we've got, we've got the resources now. We've got the microphones we, to make high-quality content. Yes, that, it's so like, nice. If you want it, as a listener, you want to get the most out of this show and most out of this time that you listen, let us know what you want to talk about because we have pastors at the ready to that really specialize in areas. Like right. Pastor Izzy would be a phenomenal speaker on the subject of power. Right, right. So like there's things that each pastor has gone through that can give specific insight from their journey with God that can help you. Right. So reach us. There's multiple ways that you can do that and information's in the, in the link below and the bio and everything. Yep. So, um, Justin, that being said, uh, do you want to let us know real quick about a door? A door is coming up, uh, today that when we're recording is Monday, I think tonight at midnight is the registration deadline. But if you did register, get ready. Um, you are, you are in for a treat. I'm kind of jealous. I'm kind of like, I'm hey, jealous why don't too. we have a men's? Go. I'm going to plant this seed out there, too. I think we need a men's conference. That's right. Um, so there we go. Seed planted. But <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm excited for the ladies. It's going to be awesome. And mm-hmm. not only that, but it's multi-church. Yep. It's not just CFC. There are other churches involved here in our area. And I think they're going to see uh, a move of God in their lives that's going to bless me, that's going to bless Bruce and Oliver and Lana because of how their mama is going to be blessed from That's being right. there this weekend. That's right. And, and ladies, um, don't miss out. Uh, well, if you're hearing this on Wednesday and you didn't get your ticket, you probably are missing out. But um, for those of you that bought your tickets, get ready. Get ready to prepare your hearts. So warrior class Christians, challenges out there, CFC, um, step up. Step up in your prayer life, in your scripture life. And uh, we, Jacob and I will, you know, we're going to pray too um, that this podcast goes a little bit further. And um, we'd love to hear stories as well, um, just on how, how God is working in your life. So please reach out and share. And thank you. Thank you for listening in. 
Love it. Well, we'll close, this close with prayer. prayer and we'll see you guys next week. So Father, thank you so much for all that you're doing in our lives. Thank you for every single person listening to the sound of our voice that you are speaking through, Father. We just pray that your grace and your sufficient love for each person rings true tonight and this afternoon, this morning, whenever they may be listening, Father. We just pray that the rest of all of our weeks are filled with your glory, filled with your presence, and we just pray that warriors are built tonight, warriors are born tonight because of the challenge that's been thrown out there for each and every one of us to pursue you more, to be more intimate with your word, to to be more intimate with speaking with you on a daily even an hourly basis father we just desire to have a heartbeat for you that every step is a heartbeat closer to your calling for our lives lord we love you and thank you for all that you're doing through us and in us and through cfc in your name we pray amen 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 guys like justin said if you want to um get more involved let us know if you have a story let us know you want to hear a specific pastor on a specific subject let us know but until next time my name is jacob you guys heard justin we will see you next week's episode on cfc weekly peace